the truth, the life, the victory. As the King of Kings was questioned by Pilate long ago, he declared his kingdom different. Welcome to the Way and the Truth Ministries podcast, dedicated to changing the lives of people with the true gospel of Jesus Christ. With your host, evangelist, and international speaker, Lancelot Watson. What is it that makes Christians so different from others? Today, Evangelist Watson leads us through the Word of God to identify how the command of love separates Christians from the rest of the world. Our prayer is that you will be spiritually enriched by the worship service. What we try to do in our worship service is to satisfy a requirement of God. And that requirement is stated for us in John chapter 4, verses 22 to 24, where Jesus made the statement, he says that God is looking for a special kind of worshiper. You know, he said that God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. And the individuals who are able to satisfy that requirement, Jesus says those are true worshipers. The true worshiper worships God in spirit and in truth. So each Lord's Day, our goal in this assembly, maybe others, where we wish them well, but we are concerned about in this assembly, our goal is to satisfy what uh, the requirement of God, that we be true worshipers. And I think that for us mortals, there is no greater privilege and honor that can be bestowed upon us that our God of heaven said, yes, that one is a true worshiper. And I pray that he says that of you also. This morning we are looking at what is the heart, the foundation of the Christian religion. We are looking at what makes human beings so different from all other life forms. And we are looking at what makes Christians so different from all other human beings. And the way that that is crafted for us is stated by the Apostle Paul in his instruction to the young preacher Timothy. In 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 6, as was read so ably by our brother, I read it again. He says to Timothy, as I urge you, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain men not to teach false doctrines any longer, nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. These promote controversies rather than God's work, which is my faith. The goal of this command is love. And that's the basis of our lesson today. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and sincere faith. Now notice verse number six. Some have wandered away from these and turned to meaningless talk. 
So he says, when you wander away from love which comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith, then the only talk that you have is empty. It's meaningless. Love is all about God. I read a story many years ago, many, many, many years ago, and it struck me. And it, it is supposedly a true story. A woman saw a little boy walking through, uh, looking through rather, the glass, the front of a store. You know, as little kids will do, you see all those things inside there and you look and you wish and you hope and you wonder and all of that. So she saw this little boy looking through uh, the window of a shoe store. So she asked him, what are you doing? He stated, I am praying to God to give me a pair of shoes. She was half struck by his plea and hadn't even noticed that he had no shoes or socks on his feet. So she took him by the hand and they went into the store and she spoke to the salesperson and she asked that this little boy be fitted with shoes and socks. And it happened. When they finished, the woman started to leave, but the boy, in tears, stopped her and asked, Are you God's wife? <laughs> you see, God is all about love. For God so loved the world. You know, that's how God introduces himself to us. Beautiful statement. God so loved the world. That he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have an everlasting life. In Romans 13 and verse 8, Oh, no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. The, the law. John 13, 34, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. In verse 35, By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. In John 15 and verse 12, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. In John 15 and verse 17, These things I command you, so that you will love one another. In Romans 12 and verse 10, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 9. Now concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. Peter jumps into the, the circuit and he says, in 1 Peter 1 and verse 22, having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perish, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 11. For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning that we should love one another. 
First John 3, 23. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he has commanded us. 1 John 4 and verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Did you get a picture there that God wants us to love and to love each other? Do you see the picture there that God who is love wants his people to be people of love? Yes. The challenge. Well, let, let me just say this. Love is contrary to the movement of our present world. I was struck, you know, under COVID and uh, the requirements of being locked up at home. I have seen more movies in the last 18 months than I did for the previous 60 years. <laughs> and I just happened to be, to lean towards action movies. And it struck me that one of the things that all action movies seem to have in common we're not talking about the curse words, they do that too, but killing. Have you noticed that? Man, these people love to kill. Everything is killing and maiming and destroying. And I ask the question, why is it that Hollywood only makes movies about killing? And the answer that I get is, well, that is a reflection of our present world. Us human beings, we earthlings, we like to kill, to destroy, which is what Jesus said, you know. He said, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I am come that you may have life and have it abundantly. The abundant life, among other things, is a life of love. Receiving love and giving love. So how is this done? How is it accomplished? What holds it up? How do we satisfy the requirements of love? And that is what Peter says now, rather than not Peter, but the Apostle Paul says to Timothy. Thank you for listening to The Command of Love. Join us tomorrow as Evangelist Watson leads us through the Word of God for part two of The Command of Love. For additional information on this and other topics, contact The Way and the Truth Ministries by typing thewayandthetruth.com. This podcast is a presentation of The Way and the Truth Ministries, Patroff, New York.